0: Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts.
1: It's not pretty, Dylan. It is not. What is not pretty, Dylan? Everything. In terms of the COVID virus. So, but do you want to introduce what today is? Yeah, you know, it's been a while.
0: I think Dylan has been avoiding talking about the... Biggest topic in the world at all times, I guess. Dylan has been tired of
1: it. Yes.
0: Because it has been fairly negative.
1: uh, I disillusioned myself from it. Wow.
0: I was not ready for that. (laughs) That was much. So, yeah, so this is a Friday episode, and we're mainly going to focus on uh, India and their COVID cases and sort of how it's going to relate to our experience in the West. Or how it paralleled initially. Yeah. um, Well, uh, we'll get back to that. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about India and how they 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 have just skyrocketed. It is just unlike anything they've ever seen before for their uh, for their COVID cases. And um, then we're going to kind of bring that round to, as I mentioned, the U.S. And then also just living in that you know that world right now of all of all that death and you know really just seeing people at their worst health wise, you know, suffering so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how that can sort of warp your perception of the world and. I guess what it means to be in humanity itself. Hmm. So, yeah, it's gonna be—it's not gonna be a super fun topic or exciting, but uh, it's—it's serious and it's—I mean, COVID is serious, and unless we do really start asking questions and looking at how things have gone for different cultures and
1: experiments, um, you know, we'll—we we we won't know. I would say safely, both our opinions are. There's, I think, a lack of awareness, like in the, especially in the U.S., where it, just because things are opening up it seems like we got past a lot of it when reality no and it's still yeah. like a thing. you know so still, still a virus that's plaguing the world so yeah even right. the google back pulped earlier it's not just india it's other countries that are experiencing spikes too right um mm. i mean india is the worst right now that could be due to conditions like living conditions all sorts of other things as well as they said they're uh doing uh open cremations or something as well so um, yeah, so we, I think we both
0: watched, there was a Vice video. And honestly, it was pretty, I mean, it, I keep mentioning the word sombering, but it it was, and it was fairly straight to the point. It wasn't trying to pin blame, you know, or really take an angle other than just stating how bad it is. Um, yeah, so with the amount of cases happening, I mean, the hospitals are by far like way past overrun. Like we had so many fears in the U.S. of being overrun, and there was so much, you know, in the media about how we need to slow everything down so that we can catch up. Um, even though our hospitals are never prepared for large numbers, period. Um, India is way past that mark. They are just so overwhelmed. They're turning people away. They're just telling them, we don't have anything for you. We don't have any supplies. Um, they're even mentioning if, if you even want the idea of help to bring your own medical supplies. Mm-hmm. So bring your own oxygen, uh, remdesivir, all that. Um, and in that video, I mean, some I, uh, a gentleman had that, and his brother had COVID, and there was no one in the hospital to treat him. He was just... Mm-hmm turned away uh, outside, and uh, not even a police officer, no authoritative figure could could help him. So, I mean that situation. But uh, to go back to the cremations, yeah, basically there's you know th- there's so many deaths um, because of you know, India has over a billion people at this point. So the, the death rate, even if it's only a small percentage, as COVID is, uh, is still insanely high day to day, and no no system is designed to handle that much death. Like practically speaking, in a civilian matter and uh, yeah so they're you know they're not having a place to put them so they're just burning bodies um believe is India mainly hindu or buddhist
1: uh i believe it's hindu hindu so they, they uh, i, I think mean it's like a mixture of chinese packs that they're like buddhist cuz the myers okay. understanding buddhism originated from china
0: okay yeah so yes yeah, so a hindu um so they're having you know basically uh as best they can so, Respectful cremations of a uh, body, so they're you know they're setting individual fires, uh, making platforms to burn the bodies in you know whatever space they have in the cities. So it's pretty. Um, I mean, it's pretty horrible. So there's people just you know piling in bodies wherever they can, trying to light fires, trying to gather wood, trying to chop wood, uh, trying to light these fires. And um, I mean, the video was just. Uh, it was it was it was pretty intense that series. Mm-hmm. And that was just watching uh, in film. I mean, having that visceral. You know, 10, 12 hour a day, even more in some cases, of just smelling these things, dealing with these legitimate, you know, dead bodies constantly. I mean, I wonder if they're at that point desensitized.
1: Right. And maybe. And um, I'll just say real fast uh, well, I guess, talk about abstract thought before we make into that. Um, I, there's other, uh, I guess, overall arching problems. Like earlier, talking about also with the one case uh, in India where we said his brother, they were told they had basically bring our medical supplies, but his brother basically was just lying there dying. Or, well, the reason I would bring that up is because I think it shows, I guess, a worldwide problem. Because initially, well, initially, but during times of crisis like this, normally, like, you know, like countries can kind of help each other. You know, during certain issues, like for example, oil spills, usually like usually multiple countries come together, or if they're trying to find a search, for example, Mm -hmm. for an item, like for example, I remember when it was what what uh, one of our F 35s went down, and then the Japanese were also helping us too, as well as other allies, civilian
0: airliners in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Usually,
1: there's like this collective effort, but because everyone's so outstretched with like materials and supplies, there's there's the resources just aren't there. So it's like it's at this point where every country's like fend for yourselves almost yeah
0: um I think we have this misperception per se in terms of I mean even if you think about where we are culturally and technologically in our abilities, mm. most people have a perception that we can basically i think if it comes to it, oh there's people that can just get it done yeah you know we, like we, that. yeah we you know whatever happens, whatever like, situation we have protocols and we can start mo you know we can start moving the cogs and getting all of our resources going mm. uh, but if you think about it, a billion people. I mean, the U.S. has uh, has already had its issues, but it's a billion people in a super large country. Mm. I mean, trying to even plan for that? Trying to even figure out how do you distribute a... Like, how do you get the enough, you know, the vehicles, the resources, the people to evenly distribute, realizing that the more, more time it takes, the more people will die? Right. Right. I mean, that is just... I mean, say brain hurt, but that is such a ridiculous uh, logistical issue that, I mean... It's just got to be pretty disheartening. So even if, say, I mean, I'm thinking like, oh, well, maybe similar countries or something are going to start pushing PPE, you know, because a lot of the countries are quieting down. They're not behind, you know, their hospitals aren't overrun. Mm. But, I mean, to even get that, to even plan that out, to even come out with a a layout to how you're supposed to just get everything out as fast as you can everywhere, you know, it's with, I think, roughly 400,000 that's right, 400,000 cases a day, uh, even at a 1% death rate per se, which, you know, is not, well, I it depends on the situation, you know, and uh, so many questions there, but even at a 1% death rate, it's crazy, Yep. right, well, that's people, you shouldn't be dying, but they are, and, I mean, I, I, I'm really not sure what to think, you know, um, trying to figure out how you would solve this it's just like we're just sitting here far away like uh, are we bringing aid there how long would it take to bring aid would it even have much of an impact when four hundred thousand a day mm-hmm. that cascading effect of millions a week right like it's just it's impractical i think to think that we could have a meaningful impact that would be noticeable Right. And even if we did, I mean, most just end well, of the day perspective wise, no one would care
1: here. Yeah, but I think there's an approach uh, you mentioned before you kind of want to talk on in terms of uh, long term, we'll say health related problems where it comes to like mental illness, stuff like that. It seemed like you kind of want to talk about that a little bit too as well. Yeah. I thought about an interesting parallel because um, we got to talk about this a little bit before with like um, some of uh, like, for example, we talk about Blade Runner, dystopia, stuff like that interesting because this is almost like reminiscent of like world war one and like world war two where there's just like so many deaths they didn't really know what to do with the body especially world war one because that was a whole nother type of warfare but same problem like this didn't know so they did mass graves because there's like nothing to do like they're like we don't have the space or the time to really properly bury these people but so after world war one there was a whole which i showed you one of those films metropolis this whole idea of German specialism—that was, you know—it is it a film version of trying to deal with the realities of after-war and the long-term effects it had on like the population, you know, of yeah. these people. So, so we're gonna go through that just with a different. Uh, if it's said, if "It's war. It's a virus."
0: Yeah, so, uh, you mentioned the 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 war reference, and I mean, in that in that case, you kind of. You know there, there's probably there's always sort of a there's a leader of sorts mm. who had at least you you know what you need to do You know, there's a there's a mission set. There's there's a there's a goal you can reach towards, right? And there's someone you can direct that at if all else fails, you know, you can, you know, valiantly uh, Produce something for the for the effort in this case. There's no one to turn your uh, Your anger and remorse to you know, there's no way to turn that grief into something productive. I think practically I mean, hopefully, if you were well-minded enough, you could turn that into trying to be as helpful as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't work like that, you know. There's just there, there's not that there's there's not that resource level to be able to suddenly produce results as an individual. You know, cool. all you can do is, I mean, you know, move move wood. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I moved wood to help burn more bodies that hope shouldn't have died.
1: Right. Well, I it's guess more the fact, that, like, yeah. In these conversations, I'm not trying to boast my own cred here. I tend to be, I, I feel like, the more optimistic one of us. You're a little Depends more if pessimistic. Weekend. Depends if it's a um, weekend. But it was, I was thinking about an interesting concept, right? Because, like, the question is, I guess, now that we're going, this is going to go to the last part about the whole also COVID passport thing, is if you're reminded of this daily, like, with deaths and, you know, all the things that, you know, encompass it, do you eventually normalize it or does it really bother you or is it going to have like long-term mental health effects because yeah. we're seeing at least in the United States that the, like right now we have a really high employment rate and jobs are actually abundant right now which is interesting, right? However, people are too scared to go back because of the risk of catching COVID. Right. So now we're yeah, having the, also a workforce issue. The
0: unemployment rate was more than was anticipated I think for the financial period. Um, I think no, the the U.S. government did the jobs report. I think it was like six-something percent. And, yeah, there's a part of, well, depending on who you ask, they're blaming, you know, a, aversion to work because of unemployment benefits. Mm, um, so too. And I think there's a mixture of, like, well, if I can stay at home and continue to ride this out, not being part of the system of spreading COVID, then people would. And it's just practical right now. And we also are so used to that. There, there maybe is a part of that where it's like, oh, now i got to back into the workforce. Us, thankfully... Um, we're you know we've been working the whole time and I don't know if that's a thankful but you <laughs> know I think at least <laughs> you mean. It's, it's it's yeah it's like a weird wall that has now been created where you're like well I get paid the same or less or depending on your you know education and skill level and such um, but to uh, to to bring it back to what you're saying um, yeah the U S is moving forward trying to. Uh, we're, we're just not going to for a long time, um, you know, With unless we get a vaccination and we get a we get an effort there. But uh, I guess in regards to the to the mental part of this, um, you're mentioning the war. I mean, it, you know, you're, you're going to be desensitized because before you know it, you're used to that. You just mm-hmm. are like, I'm day in, day out dealing with bodies, and this is my job. If I sit there, I gasp the whole time. I'm obviously no help to anyone. Mm-hmm. So eventually, if you're that kind of person that does do help and is proactive in helping, you're going to get used to that yeah that's the case of what happens afterwards you know just like with yeah. war
1: what what kind of PTSD is going to be created mm-hmm. um, well that's what yeah. I mean so I'm wondering like you know it, it's going to be because we seem to be normalized at least in the United States to certain things like for example it seems like whenever there's a mass shooting like no one like bats an eye it's kind of like okay that's normal you know what I mean
0: pretty much on a weekly basis so,
1: almost right and it, so it shows you it depends on what you're charged about but as I was bringing up because for example like with the whole COVID passport thing i guess if it's something that let's say especially this is just obviously one scenario of like thousands but let's say if you're a person that like does international business or whatever right that's like your job you know you just you know but your whole family died of covid and now you gotta keep getting this covid password that like reminds you of like covid like it's like you just can't escape it you know yeah and everywhere you look there's signage yeah exactly wherever you go and you're like constantly reminded so the question is like what kind of long-term depression will that lead to
0: yeah I mean you know it's gonna affect like what do you what what even does your life mean you know what is the what is the consistency of your day-to-day and your life goals when that when all that has been taken from you or some part depending on people's story uh, and I mean in India obviously with the size of families and the amount of families this is like we always joke you're just a statistic but at that point you know other than your close relatives your your story is not going to get told you know your yeah. your mourning and grief is not going to be fulfilled in any way um because by the time, you know, uh, you're, you're supposed to just take time to get over your grief, I mean, you're going to still be constantly bombarded. And with what's going on in India, like, it's chaos. So even if someone dies, you instantly got to worry about your immediate family members and yourself still every day.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Um, so it's weird. Like, over here, you know, depending on where you live, if you live in the quieter areas, you know, the U.S. is pretty big and can be spread out. Obviously, the the more uh, centralized populations have dealt with covid more because of the spread. So people, you know, you know, farming and such and things like that, depending you know, for for one example, um, maybe you're not as exposed to it much. You see it on TV, but in India, like because of the amount of cities with humongous populations mm-hmm. um there's just so many hundreds of millions that are exposed to that. It's uh it's pretty disheartening. I keep going to that word, it's like um, I don't know, the US really just cares about itself. Mm. In a nutshell, it's like you look at the media um you look at what people talk about on social media and sort of what our goals are uh i mean as soon as we start mentioning helping other countries right it's always brought back well shouldn't we be taking care of our own country first mm. and that's true that is true but uh i don't know uh, can we spread ourselves too thin or really are we just it's just a case of not being able to focus on more than one thing
1: yeah well i guess is that would depend because like right. right for example even though we kind of spread ourselves too thin, we're still like one of the wealthiest countries in the world still yeah um it's just i i we have all this wealth is we don't like properly distribute it like we don't know what yeah. to do with it so because um, like for example our vaccines was i was surprised when i think before we we're talking about this another episode with canada how they were suffering trying to basically find vaccines they just yeah. had a hard time like getting you know vaccines out one well, in the united states we actually got up to at one point like almost 38 percent so yeah. i mean that number's probably dipped again <laughs> you know because new variants of COVID, but like it, you know, at least we almost got to like a decent threshold, and now it's just like you know. So yeah, it shows like the US can be capable when they actually want to do something. It's just a matter. of, it's like do they, do they yeah. to the want to do it or not? again they get enough people on board. The short-sightedness.
0: I mean, I think I think we're, I don't know. It goes back to this whole polarization and sort of the two sides. Is we look at it and practically, it's like well, we we want this to be gone, taken care of as quickly as possible, and we want to be prepared. For the next time that something like this happened, because it will, mm. right? Practically speaking, but that requires just accepting that we're going to have to divert potential resources that could be put somewhere else. That honestly, in reality, wouldn't be put somewhere else because money gets pissed away all the time, right. and you know, due to political issues, it doesn't get put in the right areas and becomes a non-starter for so many things—welfare, child care, all kinds of things. Um, but we're just not—we're not going to learn from that. I know the U.S. won't. We just—we just will forget it. And uh, we're gonna deal with this again. And culturally, I just, I maybe we're not mature enough as a country, or maybe we're just too uh, not taught, but inflicted.
1: Maybe I think it's just more. There's too many different perspectives because I don't think it's necessarily about like maturity. Maybe we're
0: self-absorbed.
1: For example, like uh, there were people like let's say even a Trump's administration that are like really pushing for like vaccines, and it was basically just him that was like, no, you know what I mean. Well, so, he
0: made that task force that was a joke.
1: Yeah, so there was, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because, for example, like, for example, people, like, say, like, live in, let's say, like, the bigger cities, like Los Angeles, San Francisco, they had, you know, spikes because there's just a lot more people. So yeah. it's like, you know, there's a lot more people that actually witnessed and saw what was going on. But you talk to your, like, you know, your person that lives in the country where it's like, though their neighbor is like two miles away, it's like, you know, what virus? It's like, yeah. You know, if you don't experience it, you don't, I guess, understand it. So, that's also yeah. part of the problem, It's too. the
0: same with many things, is we just have to be then also, self-aware enough.
1: Right? That also depends on what you believe in. Because, like, you know, the anti-vaxxer movement is still pretty big in the U.S. overall. So, that's also one. Because it also depends on your own personal beliefs. And then, there's even, you know, some religions where it's like you can't, you know, said to manipulate your body in any way, shape, or form. So, that's, you know, it's just... It depends on your whole cultural background too. It's all, so, there's all
0: of these weird, intricate belief systems that contradict and prevent. I mean, that like they they interfere with common
1: sense. Yep, and that's the hard part about the U.S. because like there's a there's a lot of different ethnicities here, and it's like they all have different backgrounds, and so it's like there's not. It's hard to create uniformity where it's like you know culturally you're all pretty different. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um, I th- I don't know. The, the, we we have such a problem. Uh, which is kind of the whole the whole point of this sort of episode in itself is just if you look back at like what what are we as a as a, a culture and a country? Like what do we, what do we, what are we, what are we trying to stand for, and what are we trying to you know um, outsource to the world? Mm. We're trying to outsource being selfish.
1: Yeah, that's part of it. Well, I think that's a conversation within for another day. That's 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 a lot to cover u.s yeah. selfishness but just kind of like partially wrap it up uh, we got some statistics here so what's what's it's about two percent but how many people were affected again in India? 156 so,
0: so i was that's actually the world so oh, worldwide we're at 156 million cases of covid mm. 3.26 million deaths which is about give or take a two percent death rate which is more than the u.s on average the u.s had less i think it was a 0.5 to one percent mm. roughly give or take um, and you know, so so India has they've they've had a relatively stable COVID period since the beginning. Uh, they had a spike in August of last year. Um, that was kind of slow, slow to build, slow to uh, reduce, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, beginning of April, it just shot up. So many. I mean, let's see here. Probably about fivefold uh, in terms of cases, but over like one-tenth of the time frame. Uh, it looks like a roller coaster, really. And the U.S. has been an interesting... Uh, it's a weird difference. So the U.S. has had many, many spikes uh, following a general trend of uh, sort of weather-related spikes. But the U.S. has been up-down, up-down so many times, literally on a weekly basis, right, depending on individual, like all the things you mentioned, uh, the different behaviors and beliefs and day-to-day activities of uh, of the U.S. because it's so varied. Um, so that kind of explains that. And right now we're at our lowest period almost ever. So it's like, okay, there's hope, you know, well, I'm just going to get warmer. So on average, we're going to be more outdoors where it's now understood to be just a lot less transmitted. Like it's just generally not going to happen in a regular outdoor activity that you're going to get COVID,
1: mm.
0: you know, not, not impossible, but so when we're doing our outdoor activities, I think there's a general understanding that we can be a little more confident and relaxed about. So for us, it's looking bright mm. for, for any of the fucked, <laughs> right um and it's it's just it's an interesting contrast because we talk about our wave and flattening you know flattening the curve back all the way back in the day or that was a long time ago jesus it was flattening the curve and india they they, they had a mild spike and then now yep. they're just like all hell is broken loose so it was a long time ago but we still haven't <laughs> learned um
1: yeah and, and actually at- uh, last segment too here how do you feel about the whole idea of a covid passport or some sort of stamp card where it's like If you wander into our country for tourism or other related reasons, it's like you got to get your vaccine beforehand. And depending on the country, you can still fly there. You just have to self-quarantine for a Mm. few weeks. But it depends on the country. But also even
0: domestically, like doing things. Um, So I'm a fan because if you have a COVID vaccination card, you get a free donut or Krispy Kreme every day. Nice. And I have been enjoying that thusly. (laughs) Um, That's the only reason you got the Krispy Kreme. Well, because you're dealing with something.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, close, close. You saved yourself. No, no, one. no, just don't the add KK. the K and there you go. Oh, uh, why? Why, Chris? Why? The KK. That's okay, it. either way. um, That's when yeah. I text people, KK. Oh, okay.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, in terms of my thoughts on it, it's a good idea. Um. Now, I have heard apparently you can't laminate them, which is a weird thing. I'm like, I would like to laminate my cards. Like so why? It d-
1: like, I mean, it's just paper. I know. It's like, what? Is there a weird rule for just fraud laminate. or something? They're not going to. Just, I know, just laminated. it yeah. doesn't matter isn't it
0: weird just huh? like
1: that's I, I haven't
0: googled that or checked that but it's a rumor well, i've been told
1: i guess what you just bring up is because I, I guess how would they i guess we're enforcement because even before the pandemic um when they were starting initially shutting down like borders and stuff like that there were a lot of people that were trapped in other countries um, yeah. but there wasn't anything that was necessarily preventing them from still kind of like leaving their hotel because not like police are just going to stay outside your door other other leaving. than china yeah, other than China, yeah. well, they were also like welding like freaking street shuts, like creating these like massive barricades, yeah. like walling people inside their apartments. Yeah, and like journalists so. were forced to stay in the hotels and the, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. But every other country, it was like, kind of, you know, there was not really, like I said, any real enforcement where it's like, you know, I imagine part of the hotel catch was like snitch on you, then you get fined. But still, it's like, you know, say they with what said just with the whole idea of COVID passport, like if you're not able to get your shop before you leave, then it's like, could you just be another spreader? Because, like, who's going to stop you, like, you know, after you get to your hotel? Yeah. Um, so, do you yeah, think so. it's be effective or no? And then also, I guess, the premise of... Because there's not really any distinction of, like, how... Like, if you have to get right before your flight, if you have to get a few days before your flight, it's all up for debate right now. And so, also, what do you think is direction? So, well, I think something that I was a little bit miscued about until I, I was listening
0: to an on a, um, Um, from a from a medical source was that it takes two weeks for the vaccine to fully become effective Mm. so you get your COVID vaccine the day before it's like no you're still the same as everyone else right now bud right so then you got to think about well am i whoever's checking this are they now trying to check dates Mm. right are they trying to see like oh 10 days what's the what's the rule with that versus 12 days you know um so what what comes to mind with that is just the u.s. with the fucking just i'm so disappointed in our country (laughs) like the way we handle things um is just it's it's its its own version of chaos it's really just uh um to be fair i I don't
1: think any country was ready for this stuff even germany had re i counter dylan i counter so
0: so countries that have dealt which is what i'm going to bring up is countries that have dealt with a coronavirus before which is korea Have dealt with this magnificently, and they're pretty much no longer wearing masks, roaming about as a day. But obviously, being an Asian culture, they wear masks regardless for uh, you know uh, any individual illnesses. But you know in the Netherlands, things like that. There's countries that have handled it well, but Korea learned their lessons, right? Mm. And their government was slightly more aggressive than you know us freedom-loving, red-blooded Americans.
1: Yeah, and, well, one I me mean is more, because uh, even my understanding of South Korea, yeah, initially they had everything handled, but then they had a quick, like, kind of re-spike, and then they shot it right back down again, kind of like Germany. They had... So the question is, like, I don't think any country was, like, more ready for at least... It's not... It's only the U.S. that seems like it's back and forth spikes. Every other country seems like there's an initial large spike, then it calms down, then there's, like, a little mini spike, and then it goes right back down again. So, that's so all I would bring us, it, like, just the fact it's like, okay, well... my God, Dylan. Yeah. You know, their spike was like 15 cases a day. Yeah, no, low. That's it. So, yeah. Is that even a spike? Well, you gotta give a way smaller country, too, though. I mean, they set a peninsula with North Korea, too. Yeah, so. but
0: 15 individual cases a day, whereas the U.S. is like 4,000
1: and its I mean, so. Again, so. like bigger population. So, you know, because that, that's what i say. It's kind of a hard comparison because you got a population that has, what, almost 400 million people, and then. I'd imagine south korea is probably like maybe 20 ish million let's find out
0: 51 million
1: okay so still you know what i mean like there's a there's a significant spi- uh, size difference and also um hi- i agree with you there's also hygiene habits too which i i think that's why india is suffering so much because mm-hmm. uh they live in close quarters to each other and then there's one of those countries that's you know it's kind of there's a potential for dysentery all sorts of other things just because they like said health still a partially
0: third world country
1: yeah, so you know that's that's the other part of the problem. So that, that's why I mean it's hard because it's like a combination of factors. Mm. Um, but but you know, again, as you see even from South Korea's little chart, I mean the, the spikes are minor. There's nothing crazy, but that's the hard part about this uh, this virus because it's like the fact that it's like it could just not only retransmit relatively easy, but even if you're vaccinated, it it might not necessarily stop you from affecting somebody else at least initially. So it's like, I I guess there's an assumption that also it's like, this is... Mm. I, I think we view it kind of like the flu almost, you know? And that's part of the problem, too. Yep, I heard a lot of misinformation where it's like, oh, well, the flu vaccine
0: is not very effective, so why would the COVID? It's like, they're different. You're an idiot. Um, so uh, I had a point to finish on that. Yeah. So mention Korea because as, as a culture, they have common sense.
1: Yeah, they're super right? tidy, they too. They
0: understand responsibility. They understand, like, having a collective... Um, suffrage i guess in a way for the for the greater good of the whole country and it's partial suffrage uh the us so if we think about this so we have our vaccination cards right covid passports probably turn into trying to go to a theme park mm. someone has to police that yeah someone has to make a decision and then they're responsible for like what happens afterwards i'm sure they're going to be just denying left right and center because they don't want to get fired for something happening two weeks later and having an outbreak. Yeah. So all of these regular activities that we're used to doing, you know, uh, bowling and, you know, uh, water, water sports, things like that. Right. Some of those things are going to be a okay, whether you're vaccinated or not, but some of them are not. So the U S is such a mess that, you know, depending on where you go, people are going to start going to fucking Walmarts as per usual and screaming about their rights. Well hmm. Walmart's like, well, if you're vaccinated, you eventually, maybe you don't have to wear a mask, hmm. but then once they're in the store, who's going to tell, you know, who's going to tell who from who as to whether that person can wear a mask or not. And yeah. it's going to be chaos and lots of complaints.
1: So for your for your summary point before we end, what would you like to say to the audience? Don't get COVID. Okay. Wonderful. No, uh, but just get <laughs> just get vaccinated. I got vaccinated.
0: And uh, for personal experience, I got Pfizer and I had almost zero side effects. Yeah. It was great. Um, I was like, oh, wow, okay. I was better than I thought. Uh, Moderna, my uh, wife had... Uh, like, a, like a rough 12 hours. You felt pretty sore, and then you're getting Johnson & Johnson soon, huh? Mm, yeah. So you'll find out, uh, which is a one dose. So it's just, it's, it's, it's Right just so
1: before I start a new job and go through training, it's like, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> so I don't know.
0: We, we have to be, we just have, I don't know, just take one for the team, man, and just help us all out,
1: because if you don't, we're going to be in this for so fucking long. Yes. Potentially past 2022. So. Either way, so my end point is, yeah, two words, get vaccinated. Wow, Dylan, strong opinions. Right. All right. Alrighty. Thanks. Take care.